Are you a CrossFit coach or maybe a box owner looking to learn more about nutrition? You want to help support the athletes that come to your box, maybe have some one-on-one clients. And we all know nutrition is the foundation. We all talk about the theoretical hierarchy of the development of an athlete. And nutrition is at the base. It's like building a house. You can't build the attic first. You can't worry about performance and sport without working on the foundation. And that's what nutrition is. So maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a box owner, maybe you're just an athlete looking to potentially earn a little more income, develop a new income stream as a nutrition coach. Well, you could check out the Own Your Eating Certificate course. We review fundamental nutrition principles, as well as teaching you how to implement flexible eating, that's macro counting, and assist others with their tracking of macros. The cool thing about it is you're going to learn so much for yourself. Even if you didn't want to coach anyone else, but you simply wanted to learn more about tracking macros, you will get so much out of this course. It'll be the last thing you ever have to read, study, purchase, because you're going to get so much information. As well as sharing nutrition experience with you, Own Your Eating will also teach you how to coach others so that you can really make a difference with the people in your community and your lives. Maybe you need to finally get your mom to track macros. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe you you put on the quarantine 15 and you're looking to just lose a few LBs, a few pounds yourself. This will teach you all of that. And the cool thing about macros, the cool thing about the way in which we at On Your Eating teach you is it's really sustainable. The business setup and marketing strategies are also included. So if you do really want to make this a side deal or a side hustle, You'll, you'll have all the tools you'll ever need to do. And in addition to that, if you're a level three CrossFit coach, you can earn CEUs to help you revalidate. And we also give CEUs for NASM as well as AFA. So you can check that out. For me, every few years, I need to re-up my L4, you know, no big deal, L4 coach, but this will help you do it. So If you're interested in learning more about the Own Your Eating Certificate course, you can go to courses.ownyoureating.com. Or if you just go to ownyoureating.com, right up in the header there, it says become a coach. You can click on that. And with the code BESTHOUR, that's B-E-S-T-H-O-U-R, BESTHOUR, you'll get 15% off. Go check it out now. I was the one, along with Roz, who helped put this all together. So... I really understand that if you have questions for me about it, of course, you can reach out, but I really believe in it. I've put hundreds of people through this course. It's the way I learned how to track macros. It's the way I've been tracking macros for over five years, and I think you will absolutely love it. So go check it out again, courses.ownyoureating.com, and use that code BESTHOUR for 15% off. All right, everybody, welcome back to the best start of the day. And I am here with one of the most interesting people I know, Mr. Chris Smith. What's up, brother? Man, Fern, it's been a long time. I tried to get, get with you guys like seven months ago, but I dropped the ball. So it's good to chat with you. I know, dude. You know? I miss you. I miss, your, I, I'm, I miss your smiling face, dude. Uh, it's there. It's there all the time. What are you, standing? I am standing. I got a standing desk. Dude, smart. I'm sitting on my lazy butt. That's all it's right. One of the, it's one of the best investments I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I love yeah. it. People walk in here and they're like, oh, you're bougie, bro. And I'm like, I mean, I spend a lot, I spend a lot of time in this office, man. I might as well make it comfortable, you know? Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we were chatting before you guys, you know, 
CrossFit owner, former mm -hmm. Navy SEAL, adventure race connoisseur, done mm -hmm. some government contracting. You just always got your hands and a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of, of stuff. stuff. Keeps my mind active, keeps my heart active. I'm only following my passions. I'm a little bit older now, I'm about to turn 54. I'm only doing Which, Can we talk passion. about the fact that you literally don't age? <laughs> I got the Benjamin Beckett's. Bro, I've known you for like, I don't know, seven or eight years. And I'm like, I feel like you haven't changed one bit. I'm just like, oh, the yeah. same guy. Same guy. Thanks, well, I had to cut off all my goatee and everything because it's starting to come in all gray. So I'm like, ooh, let me you, take that off. Completely. You know who else yeah. is? Chuck's getting pretty gray these days. Too. Chuck, no, Chuck is gray. <laughs> <laughs> He's not getting there. Chuck is gray. I saw him there a little while ago. I was like, damn, Chuck is like, you like it? <laughs> I was like, bro. They have like some beard jealousy, though. He grows a fantastic beard, and the crazy yeah. thing is, when he shaves that off, he looks like he's thirty years old. I know, crazy, isn't it? I'm like, bro, like, you should just crazy. shave it off. You look like a, you look like a young man. But he looks yeah. wise and like a. That's true. Man. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. But um, yeah. So I, you know, we had you and Andrea on the podcast before, just talking mm -hmm. about gym ownership. But today, uh, so what do you got going on now? So you hit me up. I saw you're on this adventure race. You're making rafts out of bamboo sticks or some shit i don't know i'm like what, oh, what is billy, this dude? Billy. yeah that's right that's what it was i'm like what you're I, what did you ask me you're like hey do you know anything about billy billy raft and i'm like no why would i know anything about that <laughs> why would anybody know about billy billy man it was like the biggest shocker for that race we're like bamboo raft dude it was uh yeah anyway what you're saying was yeah so i did the echo challenge fiji uh, I think it was last September, just went on Amazon Prime, aired last Friday or something. I think it was September because I believe you were in Fiji when I was at the affiliate summit with Andrea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was in Fiji for three, okay. three and a half weeks uh, doing that show, which was just an incredible experience, man. The Fijian people are absolutely amazing. I was talking to my friend earlier this morning and he said that um, uh, that echo challenge and amazon prime is really doing a great job of showing the spirit of the fijian people was that staged 100 it was not staged these people are absolutely just amazing every single time you went into bula bula they were just so happy to see you man like you could be in the darkest place during a race and they just like lift your spirit so it was an, it was just an awesome awesome I I haven't watched all of it i've, I've gotten to watch snippets of it but i'm absolutely gonna yeah. go back and watch it but it is on amazon prime correct it is on Amazon Prime, yeah. And you can watch, you can binge it if you want to for a weekend. Or, so it's 10, one hour, one hour, whatever shows. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the race. Like what, this is an adventure race for anybody who's not familiar. We're talking about significant distances covered, all sorts of terrain. Like, yeah. lot, like it's tough. Like most people probably shouldn't ever consider doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should consider doing an adventure race. I don't know if the Echo Challenge would be your first race, but yeah. it's an expedition length adventure race which is i don't know where the cutoff is but that was like 670 something kilometers uh, on multiple islands in fiji lots of different modes of transportation we used the fijian the native fijian sailboat right outrigger sailboat which was non-sailable because there was no wind so a lot of paddling and <laughs> up paddle boards mountain bike trekking rock climbing ropes um white rider rafting the Billy Billy. Yeah, man, it was it was a great experience. Uh, what's for us, I do adventure racing often, often yep. enough, whatever. I wouldn't consider myself a professional adventure race by no means, but I love what the sport is about. 
you get a collection of people, a team, four or five people on a team. You're going through the race, just the, the, the relationships you build and just how you communicate. It's a non, it's all map and compass. So a lot of strategy stuff goes on. But uh, I raced on Team Onyx and Team Onyx was, which is weird because it's 2020. Mm-hmm. Team Onyx was the first all black team ever in adventure racing. I'm like, wow, this is 2000 or 2020, and that seems really odd to me. Yeah, why do you so, think that is? I think it's about exposure. Yeah. You know, I really think it's about exposure. And that's what Team Monster is trying to do is bring awareness and exposure to people of color that you can do anything you want, especially outside, you know, basketball, football, baseball, the regular sports that you typically see people of color in. Like, you can do anything. And, and adventure racing is hard. It's hard to cover. It's hard to market. So it's a very, very small niche, uh, very, very small niche race. Mm -hmm. So Echo Challenge is also on the mission to get some exposure for adventure racing. And adventure racing could be a 12-hour race. It could be a mountain bike, a paddle, and a walk. It's still the same idea. This is just expedition length, which makes that scaled out to, this was an 11-day race. You had 11 days to finish the race. So that probably feels like an eternity. (laughs) <laughs> well, you think about 11 days in a normal person's mind is like, oh, you, you go to work and you go to dinner, then you go to sleep and you wake up and you go to breakfast and you do the whole thing. Well, in any adventure race, sleep is the last thing on your mind. You may yeah. sleep two hours every two days or four hours every two days. So you're on for a long time. Expedition lengths are, you mean mountain bike for 70K followed by a walk that's you know 50k or 120k so you're just on the whole entire time super super tough mental discipline super super tough physical acumen so yeah it's 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 so addictive <laughs> but it's not any it's, i don't anybody who knows you probably gets it they're like yeah he would totally be into that the yeah. um so so I, I did have questions like how did the how did the team get formed yeah like was there any previous relationships there were no previous relationships. Our team captain, Clifton, had been wanting to field a team of color for probably seven or eight years. He saw that I had raced a race called Primal, um, uh, Primal Quest back in 2016. He noticed that I was black. So he's been trying to find athletes that would be interesting in doing a race of this caliber. So he really just Facebook stalked everybody, invited them to be a team. And for this team, we only got together two times before we raced, which is really odd. We had a professional um, ultra distance runner who runs for the North Face, Corey Speedo. Uh, we had a awesome bicyclist. She's a pro bicyclist. She was our female on the team. Myself, Navy SEAL, and Cliff was a former Marine. So okay. we, knew, we didn't know anything about us. But what's interesting is having a common goal and a common mindset, the first time that we all met each other I swear to you Fern man it was like these are my brothers this is my family it felt so good because we had a common idea in our head of what we wanted to accomplish you know that's a really cool thing. feeling yeah. just like yeah. you know like where no words need to be spoken you're like everybody here is down we're good we're good let's go yeah. for it and see you know we didn't have all the best skill sets we great in this area not so great in that era but we choose to go and do this challenge together man it made it so so like Every moment was just so grateful for every single moment of the race and of the friendships too, you know? Oh, I can't even imagine. That's a, that's, those are just, those are bonds that you can't, 
you probably even make over a lifetime. There's, there's yeah. something to be said for like, like true suffering with another person where like, I really get to see inside their, I don't know, their probably their soul is probably a good way to explain that. We're like, I get you. Like I see, yeah. I see how you deal with adversity yeah. and like, I got mad respect for that. Yeah. Um, what was the hardest the part of yeah. the race? Yeah. Hardest part of the race literally at that length is just, I think all of us inside, whether we go on a run, a swim, a bike, or whatever it be, we have an idea of how long something should be that's somewhat comfortable or, okay, now I'm suffering a little bit, how long that should be. Well, at that length of the race, you're only maybe halfway done. So if it's a bike ride, whoo, yeah, man, this bike ride's really great. Wow, this bike ride's pretty long. Whoo, this bike ride's really, really long. You're just at the halfway mark. So you have all that to do again. And that's where I love to live in that space of suffering and that space of, wow, that mental toughness, that mental thought that you have in your head, like I need to keep on going and be strong for myself, be strong for my teammates and just have fun doing it. You know? I think it would be, much, so I've done a couple different things, not, not nearly to that uh, extent. So like, like a couple of years ago, I on a whim just ran a marathon, which people are like, yeah, baby. Not, not a big deal, but it is on, a big deal. On, on, on zero training, it was devastating. And I wrote like, like I ran the first half in like an hour 42 and then ran the back half in like three hours. So (laughs) complete. But it doesn't matter here Fern, because think about it. You jumped off the couch, so to speak, decided to do something, put your mind to it, had the toughness and the fortitude to do it and completed it. The time is irrelevant here. And that was kind of why I did it. I was just like, could I do it in the event I was required to like, yeah, this is going to be devastating. And it was, it was really hard. Like it's, it was a, I went through some weird things there where like I physically couldn't run, which yeah. sounds weird. Like where my yeah. mind was like run and my body was like, you're not running, bro. Like that's not, <laughs> that's not happening. Um, yeah. So that was just an interesting experience for me. And then uh, a couple years ago, I did one uh, for a fundraiser. I did a, just a century ride and I hadn't been on a bike yeah. in, I don't know, probably three or four years. Like literally have not been on a bike in three or four years. Yeah. Barred a bike from my buddy rode a hundred miles that day, massive cramps, you know, like fell off the bike coming down this massive, I mean, it was rough, dude. It was, it was a rough day, but I did it. And, um, I feel like I need to find something to do like that again. Like just find something that's going to be super shitty. Yeah. Just to kind of, I don't know, do a sanity dude. check. Me, like, are you still mentally tough? Like what? Yeah, what dude, they're crucible, they're crucible experiences. You're like, Hey man, I got to check myself every once in a while just to make sure that you're a coach, bro. You teach people and, and mentor people and, and try to push them in spaces that they're uncomfortable so that they continue to grow. Well, why should we not do that for ourselves? Exactly. Why should we not find those crucible experiences, those crucible tasks or ideas that let us check ourselves so that we're not just calling the kettle black. We're not just shooting crap out of our mouths and telling people things like we're experiencing those same things. So it's super validating, you know, that and I, I mean, I don't know there's something incredibly humbling about doing something where like you're just not doing well and the likelihood of you not finishing is very high. We're just like yes. a lot of self doubt comes in. It's like, dude, am I going to make like, am I going to finish this? Like I'm doing this for somebody else. And, and so that I think is just a good way to just bring people down and just like really have a lot of introspection, question yourself on a lot of things, yeah. you know, and just develop that humility. And I think it, Anytime I've ever done one of those, I for sure came out of the back end a better human being. Oh, heck yeah, dude. And that's where the growth starts to happen. You know, you need to put yourself in, in these spaces where you can grow, where you have both of those voices in your head, one of them whispering that you can do it, one of them shouting that you can't. 
and you get to choose or have to choose or force yourself to choose which voice am I going to listen to? Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying about running in your head, you're like, I'm running, but your feet are like, no, we're walking. <laughs> but I'm okay was, with that right now. We're it, moving forward. Yeah, it was the, that was the one of the, you know, having been an athlete, like, like growing and like all through my life at that point, it was the weirdest, uh, very alarming kind of deal like in the middle of this marathon i'm getting passed by 70 year old women there's a guy yeah. juggling eggs like Dude, was, you can was, do it fella yeah there was like i mean people that people there was literally literally people that were morbidly obese that were running past me and i was just like holy shit yeah you know and it was just a very it was tough mentally i was just like okay i'm like but, that was but, that was a serious ego check for me yeah. you know but let me ask you this question how did you feel when you crossed the finish line the 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 it the like what you said earlier the time didn't matter i was just like i did it and there was a lot of spots along the way where i had serious doubts about being able to finish right. that um, right and i i felt very accomplished and i think it always helps that I, I was doing it on a team so there was a larger kind of goal we were doing it for as part of the travis manion foundation because he was a yeah. friend of mine and a classmate yeah. of mine and <laughs> You know, so I had that kind of larger thing looming over my head. I was like, I'm definitely not going to quitting. I'm definitely not going to quit, but I'm still having a lot of doubt about like being able to cover this distance. Like mentally, (laughs) mentally, I'm not going to, I'm not going to quit, but physically I think it's very hard to find situations where the, where you're going to really be on the cusp of like physically, not necessarily breaking yourself, but like physically your body can't keep up with what's going on in your mind. And that's yeah. a weird, that's a weird place to be, at least yeah. for somebody who's been athletic and is in training a lot, because typically we don't actually go there. We're like, physically, your body does not want to cooperate anymore. Right, right. But that's where the power of mental toughness and the idea of two things. One, a reason why you're, you're putting yourself in this situation. And B, you can always talk yourself into or out of a situation if you have the skills nest if you have the skills on board mm-hmm. right and having a reason why by far the most important thing for completing arduous events having having ch- put putting yourself in challenges that you need to you need that after a while you know there's a point you're like i could quit but man what's that going to feel like and i've done i've done a couple races where i did not finish and trust me brother it does not feel good Oh, I talked to Tosh. Yeah, I talked to Tosh about that. And like, yeah. I mean, like there, I mean, that stuff eats like just the idea of quitting on something like that just like really like gets me uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm gonna have but, to. And it's not that you're a quitter, you know, but it's just like today <laughs> may not be your day. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And we have the we have this thing in the back of our head that says, uh, I call it my college t-shirt. Yeah, man, you know what? That college teacher doesn't doesn't fit anymore because I'm not the guy I was 20 years ago. I'm not the guy I was 15 years ago. Man, I should be going faster. Well, brother, you are not going faster right now. You need to be where you are right now, and this is your case. Accept it. Yeah. You know, we can't live in the past all the time. We need to live on what we're doing right now and how our future is supposed to look. And And that's... No, I I love it. And that's kind of where I I think is a good segue to just talk about what kind of like... And I'm not sure how new this endeavor is. I think it's fairly new, but kind of the Trident mindset and like what yeah. it is that you're trying to do with all of this. Yeah. So Trident mindset, what we're trying to do is give people teachable skills that allow them to be happier, more calm, and more productive. Right. So an online course you can download. We have a 
12 one-month tutorials that include exercises, that include, include workouts of the day, scalable workouts of the day to tackle micro goals, focus, breath control, stoicism, meditation, mindfulness, visualization, all the things that we use to get through crucible experiences. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, I've been a mentor and a coach for, yep. God knows, since I've been a long, long time. Yeah. A long time. And it kept coming back to, to two things that I really, really love. One, I absolutely love creating deep and meaningful relationships. Two, everything that comes out of my mouth, it always came back to these same 12 skills. Like, I'm, dude, do these things. You'll be successful in whatever endeavor you come across. Mm -hmm. Anytime you're in a diverse situation, I'm going to give you these 12 points of advice. So finding a team that can help me kind of coalesce those and put them into a, a digestible format, being it online, you can kind of train as you see fit has been super, super viable. We've gotten great, great feedback from people that are taking the course on not just in their physical life, their mental life, their love life, their business life, of just being more durable, more flexible, and just being mentally tough in, in their lives and causes, like I said, a happier, a stress-free life. It's freaking awesome, dude. Like, my wife is doing this. <laughs> I've been telling her, I've been telling her for years to do these things. She's like, no, she gets the course. She goes, oh, I should do this. I'm like, well, she's yeah. the one, she's the one that uh, got me on the idea of meditation, maybe like two years ago. Yeah. Where yeah. she was just like, listen, she's like, it's not what you think it is. And, and, and everybody starts where they're at. It's just like CrossFit, right? Like, yeah. listen, you don't need to be able to do muscle ups. You need to be able to like, first goal is like maybe squat below parallel, maybe lay down on the floor and get up. Yeah. And, uh, I had always had this real struggle with the idea of, um, of meditation. And then she was like, it's not what you think. And it can yeah. be whatever you want it to be. It could be two minutes. It could be three minutes. Yeah. It could be an hour. It's kind of like wherever your skill set is. But it's just the idea of just dealing with your own thoughts. And uh, I forgot what the book that she recommended was. Um, mm -hmm. I actually I know the title too. It's stuck in the back. Yeah, I, I've got it in there. But it reframed meditation for me. Because the we reason, have that college t-shirt on meditation where, oh, we have to be totally zen. And as it yeah. comes in, you got to let it out. You're like, man, that might be someone else's meditation. Yeah. Meditation is your practice of the art, right? Your yeah. Your practice of mind control. Or being and I mind yeah. Control. And I think the reason why I think this is super important, why I was super stoked to talk about this is physically, I think everybody gets it in CrossFit. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's a physical struggle. But as a business owner... Well, nothing about this is physical. Nothing about like what we're all dealing with right now is physical. All of this nope. is 1000% what state you're in psychologically, mentally, how you can break down your own thoughts and then create tangible, like realistic goals rather right. than thinking like, what am I going to do for next year? It's just like, no, no, no. You need to solve today, bro. Today. Like, yeah. Right. You need to solve today. So yeah. what, what about this do you think would be? Like, this is something, as we're talking through it, I'm like, every gym owner should do this just yeah. because. Like, yeah. forget COVID. Well, like, you should just do this in preparation yeah. for, like, next year's bullshit, basically. Yep. So, CrossFitters, you know, you, you own a gym, yada, yada. You see athletes all the time. And this is what I love most about CrossFitters, because it, it dictates to me immediately what their mental state is. Hard workout, yep, CrossFit's very intense, can be. Everybody's giving their best all the time. Two athletes finish a workout, two minutes apart. The athlete that finished the workout first decides to flop on their CrossFit back, 
display to the world how tough that workout was and oh my god look at me i'm great validate my effort right and i won crossfit athlete b says wow that was a really really hard workout gave the same amount of effort to the exercises to the workout they decide to walk around the gym help the crossfit a off the ground give the high fives give the chest bumps right mental toughness is athlete b mental weakness is athlete a please validate my effort because i don't have what it takes to validate myself the tougher athlete the guy that's more mentally strong understands paradigm man what i'm doing right now is going to set me forward in the future everybody's hurting man everybody's hurting we understand that exercise some stoicism Exercise a little paradigm shift, like that was really tough, but I'm going to display, I'm going to take the next step up and go, yep, let me be in control of my mind, in control of my breath, bring my my sympathetic nervous system down, let me stay positive, let me spread some joy, some happiness to other people that are suffering as well. You know, and that for CrossFit, I think that is super huge. We see it all the time. Okay, you won the workout, but look at you, you're a slob right now. Like, show me some freaking courage. Show me some guts. That's that. That's that. That's that seal coming out. Just be like, hey, suffer in silence, bro. Nobody suffer cares. in silence, man. I don't need to see you fucking bleed right now. So what? You're bleeding. Actually, we we're talking about Tosh earlier. Tosh told me yeah. something the other day. He did a grit check at uh, for his foundation, and um, yeah, what did he just do? He just did um, he just did Western. I think it's Western States. He yeah, yeah, that's right. Western yep. States. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but in that event, uh, I forget who it was. It was kind of. It's a long event, obviously, multiple days, and they were saying that their ankles were bothering them. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm supporting this race. I'm not in this. this yeah. event. And Tosh says this, and it's, it's still sticking to me. I, like, I got the chills thinking about it. He says, come on, man. Ankles don't make decisions. <laughs> ah! I was like, oh. hell yeah. Mic drop. We're done. <laughs> Get off walking, your ass. Let's man. go. <laughs> Oh, Keep that's let's fantastic. Take some goals. Let's take the next step. Right? Let's show some discipline. Let's get some get our mind back together. Let's show some toughness here. And I was like, whoa, bro, I'm stealing that and sharing that shit around the world. That's amazing. Angles <laughs> don't make decisions. Oh, that's like, so what? fantastic. I like, please I've, let me steal that from you, brother. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for that. And just to hear yeah. him say it too, just like kind yeah. of in that Tosh voice. You got that right? Tosh thing going on. Oh, yeah, man. Like, oh yeah. Actually, he helped me one thing. We did another adventure race called God Zone, one of, the, I would say, world's top five hardest races as well. And I've had some, I had super, super, my feet were, excuse my language, fucked. They yeah. were bad, blistered, bad. And I had that, the voice. I think said, Andrea I sent me a picture of that. And I oh, was yeah. Like, oh, yeah they were, I was like, does he have any feet left? I was yeah, like, they, they were bad. But we took, a, we took a sleep and I woke up and the voice that's shouting, hey, man. I don't know if you should still be walking because it was obviously super, super painful and self-doubt starts to creep in. And, you know, I'm trying to use the tools that I'm teaching every single day to kind of be tough. And I've been bitching more than I should have, mm-hmm. right? You got to get it out. Your team is there for you to get it out. You got to, yeah. sometimes you got to let it out. You just got to like, hey, let, I, I got to get it out. And, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of griping a little bit. We're walking and Tosh is like, well, you're done yet? You going to walk or what? <laughs> All right, guess we're walking. 
I, <laughs> I just, finish, it's so refreshing to have that somebody who's just that direct, who's like, who's totally cool with you doing what you're doing, but yeah. really just wants to bring the light. Be like, hey, dude, I get it. Yeah. Get it out. Let's move on. That's not helping us right now. That's like, not helping us right now. I understand that. But you know what? The, so the point I'm trying to make is that I will go to try to mindset just a little bit, but yeah. I have those skills. I understand those skills. It's really hard to make tough decisions if you don't have some skills. So that's what trying to mindset do. Trying to give you some skills to make better decisions, to be happier, stress-free, and just overcome adversity. Yeah. But it's nice to have a buddy that checks you when you need to be checked. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have somebody. We want to do that for people as well. And we create relationships with trying to mindset. That's what we're trying to do is like, man, lean on us, man. We'll teach you the right ways to kind of get things done. So, yeah. so outside of the course, are, is there, what, are you doing any other things? Yeah, so I'm still mentoring and coaching people. I have a small, I'm trying to keep it really small because A, it takes a lot of energy because I do care about the people that I'm mentoring and coaching. Mm -hmm. My goal here is, again, I only have one why, brother. It's to create deep and meaningful relationships and help people become better people. Like, that's it. So it costs a lot of emotional, it costs me a lot. So I keep my numbers small. We have a team inside of Trident Mindset that kind of uh, helps people out. So I keep that number small, but yeah, so I'm mentor mentoring people, coaching people, trying to get them on, on, on their journey of doing well and kicking them out of my club, right? Like you forever, bro. Let's learn some things. Let's get over it. I'm always going to be here for you, mm -hmm. but you don't need to keep paying me forever. Let's grow. You should have yeah. some skills yourself. Once you kind of understand what you need to do, go practice that, go execute that, go action it. I'm still there if you need me, but I ain't here for you. I'm here for you for the rest of your life, but you don't need to, you can lean on me, but I'm trying to give you the wherewithal to take care of yourself, be mentally tough, to be strong, to be passionate, to be direct, to be the person that you want to be. And I shouldn't be your crutch. Yeah. Let me help you get there, but I should not be your crutch forever. So it's kind of a double-edged sword because, hey, you know, I love helping people, but you got to get some, you got to kind of move on your own every once in a while. Um, yeah, and then I got a couple more races coming up. We're going to do a 3,000-mile paddle across the Atlantic Ocean in 2022. Me, what? Todd. I know, man. Not on a Billy <laughs> Billy raft. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on a rowboat. Dude. It's a four-person paddle boat, yeah. That, it's a rowboat. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. It is. And what's it's interesting, Fern, is like, like you were talking about your marathon. I'm actually a little scared and it feels amazing. It feels amazing to have a goal out there that scares the shit out of you. And I'm still- What kind of support do you have to have for that? Uh, I think that it's a, a legit race. It's called the Whiskey. You there yeah that was weird that thing just shut off on me <laughs> yeah well, no it was it, it happened because um i think because you signed on on two before so then it timed out because there's oh. three people on the call but oh yeah uh, but you were talking about the the, the whiskey talisker whiskey yeah. talisker atlantic challenge yeah so it's a well-supported race it happens every year um by a super expensive rowboat we're going to do a four-person paddle basically two hours of paddling two hour rest and this team is trying to set a world record I think the world record is 29 days, 16 hours. Uh, so we're going to take 28 days of food and try to get it done. <laughs>
dude. So how? Wait, now. So now I have so many questions. How long is this rowboat? What? How long is the rowboat? Like, what size rowboat are we talking about? Um, I don't know. Maybe like 20, 25 feet, thirty feet, something like that. So, bro, flat deck. That. To, yeah, dude. It's a legit open. It's an open ocean rowboat. I don't know where I was having this conversation with somebody. So uh, most people who've been in the Navy have probably experienced something like this. But yeah. I've done multiple deployments on ships and stuff like that. And then, and then overseas as well. But there's something to me that makes me feel so small about being in the middle of the ocean where you're just like, Oh, I'm like, I, I, this is, I've never felt so small in my life. I've never smelled. I've never felt so insignificant, so powerless. We're just like, there's nothing but water for thousands of miles. Yeah. And that to me is terrifying. It and I was on a big ass you. boat, by the way. I wasn't like, I wasn't on a P-Row with my three buddies, you know? <laughs> I know, just rowing and eating jerky. We don't know what we're going to be doing there. But yeah. And it does, it makes you, it makes you recognize that, dude, we're just humans. The ocean is big. Yeah. And in the ocean, you're in the bottom of the food chain, bro. And you are not made to be in open ocean for a long period of time. I mean, just how, think about how oh. tough it is to make a decision if someone drops you in a body of water where you can't see land, like you have to make a decision on which way to swim. Yeah. Right. How do you, you even do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I got to pick a direction that I can't see and just I got to go tread water until I can see what direction the sun is moving at this yeah. point. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. So super scary, but Oh, so exciting at the same time. I mean, it's in 2022. So I've got some time to kind of get my mind right. And, is, this might be, I don't know if this, uh, there was a guy on Joe Rogan recently who was, uh, he was in an adventure, it's like a young guy, he's an adventure race guy, but he, I think he's done like sled, uh, dog sled, oh, oh I think Connor. he was, yes, so he did Connor that, and then, and then he did something similar to that, I don't, I don't remember where, but it was the same thing, it was like a team of four people, it, it was yeah. freezing, I remember he was telling the story, it was just like, it was so cold. Yeah, it's the, um, actually almost the same, but they, they went across uh, one of the Straits of Africa, with the four-man team, same kind of boat, same kind of event, same distance. It's still three thousand miles. So, yeah. So he that dude just pulled a sled across Antarctica by himself. Yes, like right? not like not like a sled with dogs. Everybody, like <laughs> this dude was the dog. He is the dog. Yeah, yeah. He is the dog. Which is fun. That brings me to uh, uh, Tosh invited me to help him finish a race called the Arrowhead One Thirty Five. He was unsuccessful a couple attempts of yep. and he's like, hey, brother, I need your support. Let's see if you can help me get through this race, yada, yada. Went to help him out. He finished the race that year. It was my first D and I did not finish. First race I hadn't finished in a very long time, a couple years ago. Still in the brain. Oh. So I'm going to do that race in January in Minnesota. But it, too, is a human sled pull. No dogs. You're the dog. So that's my actually... We're doing rim to rim to rim in September, but that's my next kind of super scary. I didn't get complete this race. Yeah. What? I didn't complete this race for one reason, Fern. Let me tell you. Yeah. Reason. Because I didn't have a solid why, a solid reason for Chris to finish the race. I went there to support and I did that. I just didn't have it. That's yeah. an interesting one. 
because I found myself in that predicament, N nothing, uh, nothing physically related, but I, I have found myself in that predicament over the years. I think we're going on 11 years, but with regard to the business and I'm like, there, there's no why attached to like this whole thing that I was just grinding myself to a pulp, trying to like figure it out and do all of that. Yeah. So yeah. obviously you coach a lot of people through this. What are some of the biggest mistakes people make with regard to determining and identifying a why, like a real why, not just like, you know, you know, the difference between a bullshit why and a real why. Right. Right. I have people do the same exercise all the time. Like this is another one thing, dude, I call it the man in the mirror test. Hey, I guarantee you, Fern, if you look at yourself in the mirror for 10 minutes and ask yourself why you want to do something, Hey, it's scary, but the real, the real answers will, will be there for you. I think in this, not just COVID time, but just in our life space right now, we're so used to getting validation from other people that we forget to understand who we are and what we want and why we are, right? We don't know why we are because we're afraid to ask the tough questions. And honestly, we're afraid to be selfish. Like your reason why for doing something has nothing to do with anybody else. No, I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, I know what mine is because I, 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 it took me a long time to figure it out, but mine is, I am, I am terrified doesn't even do it justice, but I am absolutely petrified of, of mediocrity because, yeah. right, because, not because I'm like, I don't want to be medi mediocre, but because I, there, the fear of being mediocre creates another fear, which is like in 30 to 40 years looking at my children Right. And having them think that I was just average, like they're just like, oh, you're just an average dude and really didn't do anything for us. Right. You know, right. you didn't set an example. You know, you didn't you didn't do anything that was hard. You didn't do anything that was meaningful. You didn't do you didn't inspire anybody like. Right. That's oh, my, that's my like right here, man. That's, like, that's oh. my why, dude. Like, I'm terrified. Oh. I'm terrified of mediocrity and the idea of living my life and not having checked at least one or two of those boxes like it legit keeps me up at night. Like yeah. that's not even a joke. Yeah. So you find, you find spaces or you find crucibles or you find activities or things to do to support that why and you will always be successful. Take how you finish out, but you will always be successful, right? You're, you're making that impact on your kid's life. You're making that impact on anti-mediocrity. You're like, dude, let me be the beacon. Let me be, let me be the person that you see out there struggling for something better. And it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And that's yours and you get to keep that. You choose to share, but you don't have to share that with anybody. It could be as selfish as you want it to be and that's yours. And that's what keeps you moving in the freaking high five you right now. Well, you know? and I, I, I put that out there because I know uh, like that, like putting it out to the world is also terrifying. It is like saying it out loud makes it real, but then saying it so that other people can hear it, it, it puts this cloud over my head is like, don't ever be full of shit, bro. Like, don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Talk, talk uh, walk the walk. Yeah. You know, and people by putting out in the universe, you're also asking people to hold you to a higher expectation. Yeah. And you're like, well, I've got to, I'm being held to a higher expectation. Mm -hmm. And regardless of where that expectation is, people will always rise to expectation. If the expectation is set really, really low, hey man, people are gonna rise that very low expectation. You can't be mad at them for not doing better because you set their expectation low. I set incredibly high expectations in everything and people always rise to those expectations. And if they're not hitting your expectation, I take that personally. 
I'm like, well, I didn't teach or give or mentor or inspire or share something that could help that person rise to the expectation that I see in them. That's a, that's a unique mindset though, because for anybody who didn't pick up on that, that you put that on you where a lot of people, I mean, like, we'll just, we'll just throw a blanket on society right now. It's just like, everybody's every, everybody else's, everything is everybody else's fault. And nobody's going to say like, no, no, no. I had full control of that. I let this person fail. I didn't give them the tools. I didn't set them up for success. Like I didn't do all of these things to own that outcome. That's why they failed. It wasn't because of them. Yeah. No, dude, I take it on, man. I take it on. I take it personal too. I'm like, man, I could have done more for that person somewhere in there. Because I said, I set an expectation for, I could have done more for them. And I will bleed for them. Like every single time I will bleed. Heart blood, real blood, mental blood, I will bleed, which is that's what I'm here for, man. Deep and meaningful relationships. Like, no joke. It took me a long time to get to that realization, but that's what it is. That's what inspires me the most. It's my yeah, but it's also I like having known you, I mean, clearly not as well as some people, but like having known you for a long time, like I like I that makes perfect sense to me. Like when you say it, I'm like, yeah, of course that's your of course that's your goal. <laughs> like yeah. it fit it fits you perfectly. Yeah. Um, it feels good. Like you said, it feels good to say it out loud. It feels good to be passionate about it. It feels good to, that's my driver. That's my rudder for every choice I'm trying to make right now. Like that's my rudder. You know, I struggle sometimes. I'm like, Oh, I could do this and make more money or I could do that. And I'm like, dude, it's just not in line with what I really want to create. Yeah. You know, so not, not easy, but it needs to stay in line. So talk to me a little bit about the course. So where, A, where can people find it? And then kind of, uh, so there, there's workouts in there. I'm sure there's yeah. you know, homework yeah. slash exercises and stuff, but talk to me a little bit about that. Yep. So it's broken in. Just go to www.tridentmindset.com. Uh, we start with, it's a subscription-based, monthly subscription-based. Each month we give you a, a lesson. So it could be, you can read a PDF or we have an audio as well. No video because I think it's a little bit distracting for people. You can listen to it in your car. Uh, we go in depth with each lesson every month because I don't believe I can teach you anything and not give you opportunity to practice. It just like doesn't that. make sense to me. So we give you a lesson, talk about it, teach you ways to do that. We have workouts of the day, scalable workouts of the day. So we'll say meditation is is or breath control or meditation is a lesson. Hey, the skilled version is does you talk about meditation? Why don't we just try to meditate for two minutes? Right. That's that's the skilled version. Or we can meditate for let's try for 10 minutes. That's, that's way fucking harder than it sounds, by the way. <laughs> People are like two seconds, minutes all you do is like, I'm like Oh yeah. I, I like the when I first started meditating, I was just like, Do I have ADD? I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can I like Jess makes fun of me all the time? She was like, Your mind is I don't she's like, I would never want to be in there. She's like, it's just yeah. chaos. It's chaos in there all the time. And I'm like, Yeah. I probably, I probably couldn't disagree with you about that. Like, yeah, I think for, for that, I struggle with meditation. I still struggle, brother. I still struggle. I do so too. I've got to change my practice a little bit where it's hard for me to settle it down. because I have so many thoughts that now I'll sit down to meditate. And for Chris Smith, Chris Smith goes, I'm gonna sit down to meditate. I'm gonna take the time and try to be focused. Boom. A thought comes in. <laughs> Yogis can let that thought come out. Chris can't do that. Chris has to write it down because I, I have a fear of like losing great ideas. Yep. So I'll open my eyes, I'll write it down, I'll go back. Nope, my eyes and I write it down and go back. And after enough of those things go through, then I can settle down. And that's where I think my meditation practice starts. I've got to get some of that stuff out because I'm I'm afraid of losing it. Like I don't maybe I'm holding on too close or too tight. 
I don't know, but for me, my meditation, I've got to write it down so that I can get to the mindfulness. Right. That's so almost that like a, that's almost like a micro fear. You're like, I don't like, I'm it, scared. Totally I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lose that. That's I'm gonna try that. It totally it makes is. sense because I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's why. <laughs> that's why I have yeah. all this crap in the back. I'm like, I gotta write that down. I'm gonna forget. Gotta it. write it down. Um, yeah, and also too, it allows us like, we, since we have busy lives, we don't often take strategic thinking opportunities to think big. Mm-hmm. So when you do settle down, your body's like, oh, we're in strategic thinking mode. Here's some great ideas. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need to write those down so I don't lose them. They're not actionable, of course, but so I don't lose them so that I can actually get down to the beautiful thing of, of meditation. Um, and then we have accountability in there as well. So it's kind of a three-pronged approach. Hey, we're going to give you a lesson, let you understand that lesson. We're going to use one of the 12 tactics that we teach each month. Um, practice, utilize, exercise it, let it become habit. Right, and then we assess. Uh, we assess that lesson. Month two, next lesson. But let's not get, forget about the first lesson as well. So we, we're adding on like building blocks and building blocks. So over the one year course, you'll develop twelve skills for mental toughness, of which you can use in all points of adversity in your life. This makes you happier, stress free. Like, like, dude, you have a quiver of twelve tools now that you can use for whatever, whenever you need it. When the guy cuts you off in traffic, man, I can choose to blow my horn and flip him off and do all the things. I can just take a breath and go, that guy's in a rush, right? Paradigm shift. Yeah. Like, well, I'm gonna let that guy upset my day. He's the one that's driving like a jackass. I'll just sit back here and be cool, right? I'm in control of my situation on a daily basis. So just tools that you can use in your everyday life just to be happier, healthy and stress-free, super simple. On the back end of that, I have a mentorship group that I run, I think I may have like the only two spots left. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentorship group that I do more one-on-one kind of inspiring mentoring coaching. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm, that's not, I'm not trying to do that for a lifetime for each person. It's like, hey man, let's figure out what's going on with you. Let's find a solution, let you execute that solution. So um, yeah, and that's super simple, man. Like I said, it's online, it's easy. You can do it at your own pace. Learn something new, practice. Um, that I got kind of that idea from my business mentor who has me read. <laughs> He has me reading. I've been reading the same book, bro, for six months now. What book is it? Hold on. It's called <laughs> It's called Essentialism by Greg McCallum. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Well, but not the I mean, book. But not the book. Dude, I read the same 10 pages every day. Really? Every day, the first 10 pages. You know why? Because I can't move on because I, I don't understand that part yet. I keep saying I want to limit some stuff out of my life and become more essential. But I'm not, I'm not walking the walk. That's a high so level of awareness right there. I go and learn new right things there. until I understand where I'm at. That's a high level of awareness right there. It is. And I'm just like, dang, failed again. Dang, failed again. Getting better, 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 better. I can't wait for him to say like, move on to page 10 through 20. <laughs> you know, that's like my, yeah. Well, now that you say that, I'm trying to think of all the books that have some stuff. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. And then I don't ever do it. Exactly. I'm like, oh, well, that was a waste of time. I'm like, yeah. That's, that's what we're trying to do with mindset is literally, hey, man, here's a new idea. Well, don't move on to another idea. Let's tone this in. Let's execute. Let's practice this for a while. Let's make it a habit. Let's give you a tool that you can actually use before we start adding more stuff onto your plate, right? So that's the idea, man. It's going really, really well. Like, super proud of the product. Um, and it's not just my idea, too. It's like yeah. people. So, yeah, super, super happy to share, basically. Super so happy who's, on the, who's on the team 
on your team? So, yeah, so me and my writer, Chris Carroll, uh, we have other Navy SEALs, we have um, neurologists, we have intel analysts. So we're taking looking at it from different perspectives, not mm-hmm. just <laughs> Christmas perspective, which is the Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> I mean, I'll take your perspective all day, bro. Like, the, listen, but yeah. I'm just curious, like, you know, because uh, yeah. it's good to have like that well-rounded it is because communication is different, man. Just because the words that I'm using right now may not make sense to, you know, a 23-year-old girl or whatever. Right? Yeah. Those words just don't make sense. So having the ability to kind of share that idea really helps out if we're really trying to get something across to people, right? I'm currently um, helping, you know, Andrea owns uh, a coffee shop and I've tried yep. taken over mentoring the culture and teaching leadership skills to the baristas and the, the, the ship leads. Well, these are 30-year-old dudes and girls, mm-hmm. no military experience, skateboarders, mm-hmm. probably gotten high once or twice. So, man, I've got to change my vernacular. I've got to change my language so that I can reach them and teach them things. And it's challenging. I'm used to working with dudes that are type A, tier one dudes. Hey, fuck, let's get this. Get it done. They're like, okay, let's get it done. Fire that doesn't forget, work. dude. Fire yeah. forget. But here's the thing. And they're like, got it. I'm out. You know? Exactly. Like that doesn't work right now. So having a team of people on this on on Trident Mindset has been really, really helpful. Like being able to express and uh, uh express our ideas and show those ideas. We're gonna try to partner with um I think right now Steve's Club to yeah, yeah. kind of pare it down to a a younger person's perspective. Don't know how that's gonna flesh out yet as far yeah. as like communicating the ideas to a person that's a lot younger and they're so working on that right yeah. now like i really wanted to be impactful and help and i think we're going to scholarship that out or something but yeah so how how uh so how long have you been doing it in the coffee shop uh i'm on month maybe six or seven weeks right now and it's been amazing that's what i was going to ask you how are you happy yeah. with it so far i i am uh both uh, both ends of the spectrum a mm-hmm going to give myself a high five and express some gratitude that I'm yeah. aware enough to understand that I can't talk to everybody. Like I, I just can't do it. Yeah. I've got to, yeah. And these guys have, and it feels good to be kind of a mentor for them and shape them a little bit. And their response has just been amazing. Not because I'm super great, just because they just needed some accountability. They just needed someone to teach them some tools to be, we'll say more productive here, mm-hmm. you know? So it's been really, really good. So I can't, I can't wait to figure out where this is going to, lead for them just in all their life not just working at the coffee shop but just in their yeah. lives just growing up as as adults so it would really it'd be cool to see like uh if like if you do this for six months or however long you end up doing it if you can tell almost simply by walking in like is the vibe in here different like to people totally do already it? yeah already like already it changes you walk in you it just feels different and i'm not teaching them to run a restaurant by no means i ain't know how to run a restaurant I'm not yeah. teaching any skill of serving coffee or making mm-hmm. coffee. None of the hard skills. Just the idea of culture. Just the idea of communication. Just the idea of accountability. Just the idea of like, oh, let's work together as a team. You know, it's just not you come to work and then you leave work. Well, that doesn't really work out for everybody. Mm-hmm. So building that team, building that that culture has been. I'm telling you, it's been so stressful and fun. Yeah. But yeah, but you can already see where it's going to go. We're opening up a second coffee shop and we were going to hire another manager to run that shop. I'm like, we don't need to do that. Let's groom these guys and let them do it, you know, give them some ownership in their product as well. So it's been really, really impactful. I can see that going across across the globe is our is our goal, right? 
that's badass. Misha's, by the way, everybody. Misha's Coffee. If you're Misha's in, in, in Alexandria, Virginia. Shameless. If you're in Alexandria, yeah, you need to go get some have. Misha. Ever, <laughs> ever. Made with love and care yeah. by Andrea herself. Yeah. Um, Literally. <laughs> I, no, I'm not joking about that. Like, I when I found out that she was like a legit, like, coffee roaster and yeah. just like like just the amount of stuff that she knows about coffee is mind-blowing um, Dude, my wife is awesome i don't know if you know i'll share two things about her one she's the longest roasting female uh, she's the longest female roaster she's on 29 years right now i did know that but Oh, you knew that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and did, secondly, but I, nobody else did probably. Like, she's yeah. a badass, dude. She is a badass. And she just got inducted to the uh, the Virginia Weightlifting Hall of Fame just two weeks ago, three weeks oh, ago. there you go. All right. That's and she's awesome. mine. Yep. <laughs> and she's the smiley. Well, actually, you guys are tied for the smiliest people that I know. Just, like, oh, always man. smiling. Just, like, oh, damn it. Awesome. I know, like, I need some of that. I need some of that. Um, well, yeah. Listen, brother, I want to uh, – I could do this forever, but – um, <laughs> but we have, but, <laughs> yeah. but I'm sure people have places to go, or maybe they don't have to go because they're locked in their house. But um, so check out Trident Mindset, guys. Like if you guys, yeah. I would recommend any gem owner take it, take a look into this and do a deep dive, yeah. and then maybe even try to put your team through it or see how you can apply this with your team yeah. in the gym. Uh, I, I, you will not be disappointed. Um, yeah. We also do corporate talks and and helps out and and outside. We'll say outside the business. Hey man, my goal is to create deep meaningful relationships. C Smith at TridentMindset.com. Just email me, man. I'm here to literally help, inspire, coach, mentor. If I can have something to give, I will share. Just so you know, like legit, not all about money, just legit. I'm here to share and I can, if I can make an impact, I feel good when, I, when I'm able to make a positive impact. Like that's what makes me tick every single day. That's why I smile. I'm like, I dig man, it, bro. I dig you know? it. So when's your next race? Uh, actually, I'm climbing Mount St. Helens in two weeks with my cousins. Then we're doing rim to rim to rim to rim, uh, rim to rim to rim for a military foundation in end of September. Which one? Go ahead. Uh, huh? Which, 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 uh, which foundation? Um, Lance Cummins is setting this up, uh, Navy, uh, Navy SEAL Foundation. Navy SEAL Foundation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's $2,000. So <laughs> yeah. Donate everybody. Um, yeah. The what's the altitude for Mount St. Helens? I think it's six thousand, nine thousand, six or nine thousand. Okay. Yeah. It's only a, a day hike. It's like a twelve hour day hike. Yeah. But I'm taking all my cousins who are great basketball players and great football players. They just don't do the outdoorsy thing. So we're mm. taking them up and back and you know. Come back a little tougher. Come back a little yeah, tougher. Tougher. Um yeah. bro, as always. Yeah love talking to you man i appreciate Absolutely. it and uh i'm gonna go probably get up on that course real soon and just yeah. do it because yeah man i got plenty of growth that needs to be happening so <laughs> absolutely we'll, we'll hook you up here somehow yeah so awesome dude fern got me all hyped up and <laughs> i know bro i'm fired up i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm going to shooting range. That's hard. Yeah. i'm going to shooting range right now that's where i'm gonna go that's a, was a, what's on my plan for the rest of the day so here's why i'm doing that so i've been trying to find something that um that is challenging for me. Yeah. So like that I need to deep dive into that's not the business that helps me create a, uh, um, like an outside discipline again. So in basketball, I always had that. And then it was like, all right, CrossFit. And now it's the business, but I'm like, I need something on the outside that I have to like train for where I have to like put in the time and put in the reps and put in the effort yeah. that I'm, that I'm not very good at. I mean, I can shoot, but I have a lot of problems with pistol for a lot of reasons, but yeah. I'm just like, Dude, God, I uh, suck at this. 
after you end the recording, I have a super, uh, I have an offer for you that you will really take up on. I'll um, take it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too big for yeah, yeah, yeah. the world right now. But uh, yeah, 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 so don't hang, after you hit stop, Young Amp, I got it. It's going to be awesome. Now everybody's jealous. Now everybody's jealous. Now everybody's <laughs> jealous. Uh, to share? I can, I'll share it if you want me to share it. No, no. We'll share it I'll later. Share, I'll share it. I'll, I'll share it. I'll okay, share. go ahead. Because it's going to feel like I don't want to be shameless here. But I have another company called Spartan 7 Adventures. And okay. what we do is do all the fun Navy SEAL stuff. Shooting, driving, skydiving, diving, like fast drive, like all this stuff. But we go out to a shooting range in Idaho. And we okay. take uh, 20 people at a time, shooting range in Idaho. And we teach people from basic pistol on paper to moving through 360 degree ranges on target shooting and stuff. Four day course, so wicked fun, but not just about the shooting, but about tribesmanship, friendship, communion, yeah. fellowship, like all the stuff that makes relationships. Like yeah. it's a relationship building course, but we use guns in that too. So I'm going to give you an invite for that, dude. And you're going to absolutely I'm in, bro. love I need it. You, I need you to fix me because I'm right-handed and left-eye dominant and it gives oh. me fits, bro. It gives me yeah. fits. <laughs> like, so. Can't get my head on the gun. I know. I'm absolutely, like, what dude. am I looking at? So, um, <laughs> yeah. The, by the way, this shooting school, uh, yeah, they only teach tier one assets. They only teach like top of the top i'm so tier one we'll i mean just together. not in that world but i'm tier one in yeah something. maybe right i'm tier yeah. one in something we'll figure out what it is later but i'm tier one in something yeah so uh yeah i'll make Very that available cool. but for you for sure but like i said it's a small group of people that we can take but if someone cool. shows me interest it sends me an email i'll give you all the details and stuff it'd be great man like legit man, again bro. don't want to be like a shameless plugger but dude bro. i'm just here to help like that's legit. what this is for plug away yeah. <laughs> um well listen brother awesome. i really appreciate it um yeah, guys, check out Trident Mindset. It's one of these things that like, these, this is something you can very easily put off and put off and put off and put off. And, yeah. and eventually you're going to realize you're deficient in some skill sets that you need yeah. in order to level up, whatever it is, like whether it's in your family life and your personal life, your professional life, whatever, like start putting in some time. And like Chris said earlier, be selfish, be selfish be with your selfish. time. That, that took me a long time to learn that selflessness requires selfishness. Sometimes, so, right? Yeah. Okay. So I understand the build. Awesome, Bernie. All right, brother. Thank you. Uh, if you guys have any other questions for me or Chris or about Trident Mindset, obviously hit us up. We'll happy to hand you off. And uh, until next time, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. If you haven't already, do us a favor. Head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself, hit us up, best hour of their day at gmail.com or send us a DM over on Instagram at best hour of their day. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community, and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Best hour of their day.